morning, Soraya. You ready to play ball? Play ball! So this topic that we're going to do today probably should be something that we brought up at spring training or on <laughs> opening day, but here we are. Um, the World Series will be over by time this posts, but we're in the midst of the World Series with Houston's Houston Astros beating the Phillies three to two. So we'll see what happens. Um, my son-in-law is a Houston Astros fan, so he's super pumped up, and we're going to see him next week. So oh, I know nice. he's going to be real pumped up or either super bummed, but. <laughs> Well, let's see. I wouldn't count out the Phillies yet. And to my friends in Philadelphia, hey, you guys showed what good fans and bad fans you can be too. Because <laughs> you kind of left the stadium. But um, as someone who lived in Philadelphia and went to quite a few Phillies games, it's a great town, great baseball town. So let's see who wins this World Series. But as you can tell, Jeff and I, are representing let me see one world series winner up on top yeah washington nationals another world series champion la dodgers and coming real close this year we tried san diego padres but they've been to the world series they've been just haven't won yet we have but they not definitely won yet. have the roster that can do it so um jeff why don't we let our listeners know what our topic is today so does Instead this have anything baseball? I know. Does this have anything to do with the Paisley Underground? Is there any does. connection? It does. It does. <laughs> any, yeah. So today we're talking about the band, the baseball project, a, a band that started in 2007-ish, so about 15 years ago, um, with Steve Wynn of the Dream Syndicate. So there's our connection. Um, and Scott McCoy of Young Fresh Fl Fellows, um, minus five, right? Right. Um, and then he was an auxiliary guitar player for REM for a while. So um, that's where a couple other players or a couple other members, I should say, of the baseball project came in. Um, Peter Buck, the guitar player, and eventually Mike Mills, the bass player. And of course, on drums is who? The amazing Linda Pittman. The amazing yeah. Linda Pittman. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, as one of the reviews that I saw of this band, someone said, this band just uh i'm paraphrasing but they said like they just exude the love of baseball and uh it's a it's a fun project and what a great time world series time talk about songs about baseball why not american pastime so let's get started hi this is soraya and this is jeff our podcast is called Paisley Stage Raspberry and Rhyme. A podcast where the two of us play music that we like and share anecdotes and background about the tunes. We hope you'll join our conversation. And without further ado, agrubiar. Let's get groovy. All right, so a musical band that writes all their songs about baseball. How cool is that? And appropriately named the band The Baseball Project. Yep. It's a it's a really fun project. And if you didn't think that you could write a bunch of rocking songs about a sport, you're dead wrong. <laughs> yes. And uh, uh, I think we saw earlier in this year, Soraya, that the band was uh, back with Mitch Easter recording a new yes. project. I don't know much about that, but I'm um, hoping to hear more about that early next year. 
I definitely think we'll probably hear more. And wouldn't it be appropriate if we heard about it around spring training time? That would be very, right. very appropriate. But, yeah. you know, now we're just wishing. Yeah, yeah. No, I think you're on to something there. I was fortunate to see the band twice. Um, the first time I saw them at a club called the Casbah in San Diego with Peter Buck on guitar. Um, and I think Steve and Scott were sharing bass duties at the time. And then the second time I saw them, I was at, in San Diego again. Um, what was the name of that club? Ooh, I forgot what the name of the club was, but um, Mike Mills was on bass then and no Peter Buck that time. So um, I haven't seen the two of those guys play together in the band, but I was getting ready to see them just before the pandem pandemic broke out. And that show obviously got postponed and then eventually canceled. So hopefully uh, they'll be playing here soon and we'll get to get to see them again. But fun band to play live. And like you said, a lot of energy and you could tell that they're true lovers of the sport. Yes. So the band put out a few releases, um, three official releases, I guess. So the first one is this one, volume one, uh, Frozen Ropes and Dying Quails is what they called it. And then their second album here, um, volume two, High and Inside. You don't want that pitch coming at you. Never. 100 miles an hour. <laughs> That's Never. a hard one to hit. And then third, which is the bass before we hit home, right? So we, we picked a few songs from these releases, and there are some other releases, too. I kind of like this single, El Hombre. So it's got a little yeah, little action if you flip it. What You know what they call these things? I forget. I that, don't. That effect that you can get. Yeah. yeah. There's some name for it, but this is pretty cool. And then they also did this live EP in Austin, which is a split EP appropriately with Minus Five. So Scott McCoy's band, so... There were some cool things. And then they had another project, Soraya, with that um they did for ESPN. Yes. Um, what did they call that? Um the, the broadside ballads, where they did one song a month for ESPN. Yeah. And then eventually put that out as the broadside ballads. And it's pretty pricey if you if you can find that a CD version of that, but I believe it's on Bandcamp now. So there's that. Yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned that because the Baseball Project has a Bandcamp page. Go there first to, um, you know, if you're a fan of digital downloads, is a great way to support the project. But um, also they do have some of their vinyls, some of their CDs. Some things are, you know, out of print and then, or uh, not out of print, but you're going to have to look elsewhere for it. Yeah. Yeah. So if you go on Discogs, you see listings and in various price ranges, depending yeah. on what you're looking for. Exactly. But yeah, there are a lot of singles, EPs, uh, different things, um, but it's a really versatile band. And uh, like I said, you'd be surprised uh, how songs about a sport can be so kick-ass. Yeah, absolutely. If you don't mind, sir, I, I'd like to play one of my songs first just because we're talking about broadside ballads yes um and i did a pick from that and it was the second installment from that and uh, it's called cubs 2010 i picked that because my wife is from chicago and she's a cubs fan um there's a rivalry between them and white Sox crosstown rivals okay. that half of her family are cubs fans and half are white Sox. none of them like both so so there you go but she yeah she leans towards the cub side but um that's the main reason why I picked the song, but also 
I really this is a Scott McCoy song. And um it's just a really happy and positive looking at the Cubs for that season, 2010. Um, so this was early in the season when they released it. They didn't do as good as the song has hoped for and um talks about uh the curse of the goat and all the fun stuff that goes along with the Cubs. But the song reminds me of this band that I used to like in the 80s called LMNOP. Mm-hmm. Um, they, yeah, so it, it's got a real peppy pop feel to it. And uh, Scott just writes a great song. And we should mention that the songs are mostly written by Scott and Steve. And they kind of split off on who takes the lead. And um, anyway, so uh, I picked this song just uh, to honor my wife and how, how fun it is and uh, just a great pop song. So this is Cubs 2010 from the Broadside Ballad. Fun song hopping along. 
very optimistic about their season, but <laughs> I think they well, ended up the, like fifth in, in their division. <laughs> or Well, every year, Cubs fans say, this is our year. Yes. So just like the song says, this is our year. So our year. next year, Cubs year. <laughs> That's what Padres saying. There's always next year. <laughs> well, we say it too. So Dodger fans say it. Next year, our year. Next season, our season. But yes. Yeah, so what? Do you, what's your first pick for today? So I'm gonna pick. Um, I was, I was not very adventurous, but simply because my two favorites came from the same album. So my both of my picks are from third. And uh, the first one is Hola America, and I'll talk about it when we get back after this. Hola America. Nacionales, los gigantes, and they say. 
diddly after a couple monster drinks? Uh, you know, you stole the words right out of my mouth. Yep. <laughs> I love the drums funny. on that because it's just this constant drive, right? And so, uh, first of all, this song is written by Steve Wynn. Um, and in the liner notes for third, what they say is that the, the source or the catalyst for this song came from after watching a documentary about Luis Diante. So Luis Diante, specifically Luis Clemente Diante Vega, okay? Oh, okay. So, but also known in uh, Major League Baseball here in the US as El Diante. 19 years, right-handed pitcher, 19 years in Major League Baseball. But what what they state in the liner notes is, while that was the source, it was really kind of a, a reflection back on the plight of Latin American players coming into the league. So a lot of them, not all, but precisely the Cuban players, the Afro-Cuban players that have come into the league have really had a struggle because it's about getting out of Cuba uh, and finding a way in. And I mean, you can look at the stories of all the Cuban players in Major League Baseball that have come post-revolution and they and the stories of trials, tribulations, and um, journeys to get to Major League Baseball. And that's why like that constant line, man, you have no idea. The stories they tell are harrowing, inspiring, and to reflect back on Luis Diante, so uh, he, in 1961, he was an up-and-coming player. His dad, by the way, Luis Diante Sr., was a left-handed pitcher, played in the U.S. Negro Leagues, so, oh. and um, played in Cuban Leagues, and Luis Diante's son, he, he played in the Cuban leagues and the Mexican leagues. And he got, um, he got offered a contract in 1961 with the Cleveland Indians. And when he left, after he left for the U.S. to begin in the minor league system, uh, the Bay of Pigs invasion happened and he yeah. didn't get to see his parents again for 14 years. Um, and then when they were allowed out of Cuba, they were allowed, they were given a special visa to come watch him pitch in the World Series when he was playing with uh, the Boston Red Sox. And in that game, he blanked the Reds. Wow. The Reds went on to win the World Series that year. But um, it was one of those things. It, it's a reflection of so many other stories of people leaving their families behind. And, um, you know, the line, here's the thing when you get in and ain't the same for your wife and kin, for all the money that you're pulling down, it don't feel that good when they're not around. And there are a lot of players that have said, I felt very lonely until I was able to bring someone from my family. And I want to say it was Yasiel Puig um, who mentioned when he was able to bring someone from his family home like they just cooked a meal and he said like that was the first time that I felt ah uh, like I was at home and so many other players have that same story but hola america well hola america <laughs> nice. but I say nice. it hola america and hats <laughs> off tip of the hat to Luis Diante who by the way connection back to the Dodgers 
for a brief period of time, about three years, was a pitching coach. Oh, minor league system for the Dodgers. So nice. There we go. Anyways, Uh, so great song. All right. What's your next pick? So mine ties in with yours in a couple different ways. It's also written by Steve Wynn, also on third, and also has to do with a player uh, from the Caribbean. Um, My players from Dominican Republic. Um, Pascual Perez. Are you familiar with some of his antics? So uh, I remember him as... um, um starting a brawl i guess you could say with the padres uh in 84 when he hit alan wiggins and that ended up being like a whole (laughs) a whole (laughs) whole thing yeah this song isn't about that event um it's about uh well the song's called pascal on the perimeter in the perimeter and um i had to look it up i I heard a little bit about it but um apparently he was uh, getting ready to go to a game August 19, 1982 in Atlanta. He was playing with the Braves at the time and he was told uh, he had just got his license. So he's just driving, you know, early driving, um, 25 year old player, something like that. Um, and they told him to get off a, on the 85 on the loop and um, he got, he hit the 285. So wrong, wrong highway, wrong freeway, whatever. Um, so it's a 60 mile loop once you're on there um and then once he came around he missed it a second time so another 60 miles and allegedly there i read different things whether he missed the missed that exit two or three times but anyways he's circling around atlanta multiple times and he misses the game he he shows up to the game against the montreal Ex- expos uh 10 minutes late by then they already put phil necro in um who won, won the game for the braves against the expos but um, yeah, so as a result of him driving around, the players gave him a hard time. His nickname became Pascal on the perimeter because he's circling <laughs> the stadium. And I think they said like um, they started handing out maps and all kinds of different things just to harass him for, for missing the game. Um, he had a terrible death I was reading about. Um, uh, in what, 2012, he was robbed and... Um, murdered with a hammer for a robbery it's like what a terrible way to go but anyways um the song i think is humorous and one thing that i liked about it steve Wynn wrote it but linda is singing the song um the guitar on there i'm pretty sure it's peter buck it has definitely has that peter buck style of like some of the early m rem stuff um and it's i just love the guitar and the vibe that she gives it um has a feel of some of those bands that were female led or or um singing around that time in like the mid 80s like a let's active with some of the um non-mitch easter sung songs or like a salem 66 or a band that i really liked zeitgeist who became the universe yeah. so it has that kind of feel with linda singing in it but i wanted to give linda some credit here and uh not only as a drummer but also as a singer so so another song from third, another Steve Wynn song, but Linda's singing this one. This is Pascal on the perimeter. Let's go. 
No, he didn't make it to the game on time. No. <laughs> oh, and he couldn't find the exit. But eventually he got there 10 minutes late. Phil Negro was pitching. So um, they said the only saving grace that he had is they won the game. So uh, Phil Negro's seven inning pitching pulled pulled it off for the Braves against the Expos. But uh, they still the players still had to harass him. So uh, I would, too. But also Atlanta, what's up with that? 60 mile <laughs> perimeter? Yeah, I know. That's crazy. That is. But I think uh, in in these times with a GPS or Google Maps or something that it wouldn't be a problem. But we're talking, you know, way, way before that. So, well, you know, and let's just be honest. If that's my starting pitcher, I'd put somebody with him. Say like, <laughs> You're right. but that's me this is why i don't make big bucks yeah <laughs> no teams. i'm with you i'm with you there i'm with you there oh my so, God. last pick soraya what all right my like? pick is the amazing track they are the oakland a's so in the um in the uh, liner notes it says that the inspiration for the song was really this amazing 2012 season and so we've all seen the movie Moneyball or read the book um just an incredible story the Oakland A's are always an incredible story but I'll give you a little a little um a little piece of my imagination when when you come back about why I actually why I picked this song great song anyways written by Scott McCoy um fantastic song and a really rocking tune, so they are the Oakland A's.
Shout Boom. out to Matt Pucci. Woo! Oakland A's fan. Yes. So, you know, uh, Matt Pucci is a Oakland A's fan. We've talked baseball with him before. But, uh, yes, I agree. 2012 and Moneyball, Oakland A's are always a, a fascinating story. But, Jeff, I picked this song to honor and tip the cap to the one and only vita blue if anyone's if anyone is a baseball fan in the u.s when i was growing up there was a left-handed pitcher named vita blue and um he he um first of all he did win a world series with oakland um and uh but he was just a interesting character and growing up my my older brother collected baseball cards and so i remember picking up vita blue and i thought the name was so funny as a kid i'm a yeah. vita blue <laughs> but he was a great pitcher and so you know i i was that kid that on saturday mornings used to watch um a show that kind of went through all the highlights of the week um and um I Vida was always there. So nice. They are the Oakland A's. The Oakland A's will always have a special place in my heart because of Vida Blue, but also just uh, because they're a great team. But the story of the song is about really this is just especially in that season 2012, it was kind of like a scrappy bunch of players kind of thrown together. And they were contenders and they have been contenders. Um in the last 20 years or so, we've seen them be contenders. We've seen them really kind of push forward. This last season was not as fortunate, but Oakland A's, you can never count them out. Uh, awesome. And also, what a great tune. Those guitars on yeah. this song are just... Ah. Yeah, it is a great tune. It's such a cool tune and just the driving guitars of it, hands down, fantastic. Awesome. So. I'm looking forward to the new release from the band. Yeah. So, and nice to see um, the collaboration with Mitch Easter. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. Should be Absolutely. fun. Yeah. And, and and if the pictures are any indication, Peter Buck and Mike Mills are back. Um, Linda back on drum set. Scott and Steve. So should be a lot of fun. Yeah. So if you're not familiar with, with, uh, with Baseball Project, Definitely go and give them a listen. It's uh, you'll enjoy it. Yeah, even if you're not a baseball fan, the music's good and the stories are fun. Always, and uh, it's just neat to to see sometimes in the credits when it shows the name and then their team. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know the team that they follow or the. I team. love that. It's great. Yeah, I think at the last concert that I had, I got baseball cards. From the band members so yeah how great is that Steve, yeah so that's kind of cool so linda oh that's fabulous yeah so i love these these are a lot <laughs> of fun but anyways baseball project yeah definitely go look at them i think a good place to start is band camp so always i think steve's got that page going pretty good um so yeah, new album coming out and, and we're in the midst of the World Series. So it should be over by time this air. So congratulations to the Houston Astros or the Philadelphia or Phillies. Or congratulations to the Philadelphia Phillies. <laughs> yep. You, yep. You're, 
the You're city of brotherly mother. love and sisterly affection. Awesome. Yeah. How many how many years did you spend there? I was there for six years. Yeah. So you get your heart, you get your heart there too. So yes. Oh, maybe. Yeah, no, I do. I do. At I have friends for, there. So it's a great place, good people. Some history. You've got some history. A lot of history in that place. <laughs> Anyways, right. mi gente, agrubiar. Groove on, Paisley people. Ladies and gentlemen, please rise and remove your caps. Presenting tonight's colors are the Peabody Veterans Memorial High School AFJROTC. And performing our national anthem is an all-star group of rock and roll veterans who write smart songs about the great players and stories of our national pastime. Please welcome Scott McCoy and Steve Wynn, who are joined by Mike Mills and Linda Pittman of the Baseball Project. Thank you.